Welcome to another edition of Clear Talk. Again, I'm very happy to have with me today Brad Malone from Navigate Management Consulting. Hey, Brad. Hi. Um, I'd like to ask you a few questions today, if you don't mind. This is a, an area which is a little bit outside the technology world and the, the finance world that we normally work in, but I know it's an area where you have a lot of experience. So I'm really going to kind of lean on you here for some advice. And it's about managing conflict, conflict between people. Can, can you just give me some of your thoughts and yeah. kick us off on that? Well, it, especially in a, a project-driven organization, um, projects are filled with conflict um, because you're trying to make something happen that isn't, it's in the future. It's, projects are not natural occurrences. They're unnatural occurrences that you're trying to, to force into the future. So with that, there's always conflict anyway. And the, and the position of project manager is just filled with it. So that's why some project managers, I'm going to say, aren't going to make it because they take it personally or they don't want to confront kind of the, the gap between project and reality. The other is, is that there's people and people, when they work together in areas where there's already conflict, are just going to have their own. So you have conflict on standards, you have conflict on time, on schedule, on cost. And what I find in a lot of organizations is that, especially in this kind of systems integration vertical is people are nice people, hmm. which to me often turns into like uh, non-confrontational people. And yet when you don't confront, you tend to let that conflict bubble up inside you. So there's, there's kind of five ways, classic ways to look at uh, conflict resolution. But first I have to understand that there is one and I want to go address it. So the first is like withdraw from it or avoid it. Well, all of us have done that in some regards to our life. It's like going, I'm not going to talk to that person. Yeah, I just, I'm leaving the room um, or I'm going down another hallway. The challenge is, is every time I think of that person, that's still there. But I got through it. Um, so how many, uh, and those are called avoiders. So do you, how many times have you run into people who are just avoiders? Is that when we say we need to know when to pick our battle is the excuse or? Yeah, that's yeah. one. That could yeah. be more of a, of a compromise because avoiders by nature, they're not going anywhere near this thing. Right. So uh, the next one is smoothers and smoothers are um, either avoiders who got caught or, and I might get in trouble for this, but they're people in the, the, the South of the U S they're the bless your hearts and the, you know, all, all that. So they're smiley. Um, they talk about the weather. They talk about sports. And at the end, they might put a little dig in just to, you know, slice a knife to you, but they're smiling every time they do it. And when they leave, they're like, okay, I made it through that one and I smoothed it over. So you can think, uh, you know, maybe Thanksgiving dinner with the, the three ants who all brought the same jello one time. They're all smiling at one another. And uh, what I find is that you can feel the, the kind of the bitterness in that. But these are all strategies. They get you through that moment, but they often leave a bit like an ugliness behind it. So the first two uh, don't solve anything, right? You don't solve, you well, no, you, you made it through the meeting right. or you made it through the, the event, but you didn't solve anything. And oftentimes it's just this, you open it up and pour a little bit more bitter juice into it. Um, 
The other's compromise, and compromise is an attitude where it's like, I, I may, if you're in power over me, and I, you know, was a little bit disconnected from you, I might get a compromise with you. So I might get you to give up something while I give up something. And compromise is that, when do you pick your battles? So, and I'm going to measure a compromise by like a lose-lose. Did you lose as much as I lost? And if we did, then I'm not happy, but I'm not as unhappy if I lost it all. That makes sense? So a lot of this, these <laughs> strategies are very attitude-based and kind of very like belief-based. So is win-win a compromise? I don't think so. Win-win okay. is more of a collaboration okay. because I think uh, compromise is you're always looking at the score at the end. And win-win is you're looking at the result from did we both achieve something that we thought added value? So it's like we're, we're not coming into a game that has a, like we're again measuring the score we're coming into a game like let's open up possibility. So true win-win is collaboration and looking for purpose, result, understanding that we want to work together to kind of do the synergy. You know, the sum of all parts is greater. So that's really collaboration. That takes a willingness to be vulnerable. You know, because again, I'm not coming in with the end in mind. Right. I find it, um, that's where we want to be, but so oftentimes we allow um, the, the festering to continue too much. And then we, we can't even, you know, we can't see the ability to collaborate with them because I've had problems, you know, with you, Brad, for 10 years. And I just can't get over that. I can't forgive you enough to ever collaborate with you, even though you didn't know that you ate that donut 10 years ago that you knew or should have known was mine. But I'm going to hold it against you. So a lot of that's attitude. And then the, the last strategy, and all these are valid. And like you said, collaboration is the only one that really solves it or moves you forward. But the other one is force. And to me, force is, is a fair strategy if it has to do with safety, um, values, ethics. You know, I'm not going to compromise. I'm not going to walk away. I'm not going to collaborate with you either. Now, we might collaborate on how to make it achievable, but safety, safety, security, security, you're just going to stop doing what you're doing. Right. So how do we recognize and how do we work towards collaboration? I think it's, it's again, anytime you have a conflict, the, the person entering it is key to it. So we often make it about the other person mm -hmm. and I, you need to make it about you. You're the one that has conflict. They're just happily doing whatever they're doing, or they're just doing what they're doing. I always uh, do a lot of coaching, and I, I ask people, how many of you have somebody in your life that you just can't stand? And everybody raises their hand. And I'm like, okay, great. I'm like, do they have friends? And, you know, most of the time the answer is, well, they shouldn't. They're terrible. I'm like, but they do, don't they? And I'm like, well, yeah. Well, then those people must not have a conflict with them. Maybe it's about you. So I think it's key whenever you enter a conflict is what's your mindset what's the result you're after? And if you're after the result of winning and losing, then you're going to set up one of those other ones. Again, not losing. If I don't want to lose, I just want to enter it. So it's, it's your attitude. Um, and what I find is, again, the old quote, uh, 
you know, Liz Taylor was married nine times. At some point in time, it's got to be about Liz. So I always look at conflict of look at yourself first and are you willing to collaborate? Are you willing to give up some of the past to actually have a, a mature conversation with the people who, again, conflict is natural, but how do we work our way through it? That's some great advice. Thank you very much Thanks, for spending sir. some time with us today. You bet. Thanks, Brad. Thank you.